time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And you can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com from wherever you are to schedule a free consultation and to learn more about Glenn and how he might be able to help you prepare for your retirement future. Glenn, great to be with you this week. Uh, what's going on in your world? Oh wow, Walter! Well, we're we're uh, we're getting past uh, tax season, which is which is kind of nice. And you're, uh, you're, bre- you're breathing yeah. a little easier, is that right? <laughs> a little bit, you know. I mean, it it gets a little hectic around here that time of year, but uh, we got on the other side of it, and um, so we're coming up. And I think everybody's ready for springtime to get going, and uh, and uh, so forth. So we're we're through that heavy lifting part of the of the season and now we can um, we can focus a little bit more on other parts of uh of, of folks uh you know finances so it's um you know taxes are important but they don't want it to be all year long and and so we're we're glad to be on the other side yeah, really glad to hear that, Glenn. I know that it's a lot going on that time of year for you, and, and it's good to be on the other side of it. And back to just a little bit of normalcy is very welcomed, I'm sure, this time of year. So that's great. Well, coming up on today's show, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to be talking about why retirement planning and, and being in retirement is a lot like running a marathon and the parallels between the two and some of the similarities of how you get to the finish line in running a race and in the same way in retirement. So looking forward to this and a little back and forth here, Glenn. Uh, now curious, I know this is our, our main topic of the day, but are you a runner, Glenn? Have you ever run a 5K or, or a full marathon or anything like that? That is not me, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me at all. I'm not, I'm not, I've never been, you know, I mean, you know, it just, it's, you know, I did athletics and sports, you know, and, and growing up and whatnot, but I was never, I was never a track guy or a cross country guy or anything like that. I was, it was other things, you know, I did, did uh, more, more sports with, you know, with, with, you know, with balls and rackets and different things like that, but, uh, yeah. but not just pure outright running. Yeah, can uh, I? I've done. I've not done a full marathon, but I uh, I did do a 10k last year, and uh, I ran cross country in high school. So I've got a little bit of distance running. Although you know, anyone running a marathon, a 5k is nothing. But to others, a 5k is a pretty nice achievement. So in any event, I can maybe bring a little bit of uh, you know something to the table here for the conversation. So I'll I'll help a little bit on the uh, maybe maybe the marathon side, and you help us with the retirement planning. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds like a winner. All right. Very good. Well, this first one might seem obvious, but let's look at the specifics of it. Let's talk about planning and preparation. And so when I was getting ready for that 10K, and a lot of people do this when it comes to training for a marathon, Glenn, you know, a lot of people assume that you just go on long runs every single day. You know, if you're going to run a marathon, you go run a marathon or as long as of a run as you can squeeze into the day every single time. If I'm running that 10K, it's, it's that 10K distance I'm trying to run every single time. But it actually involves a lot of planning. It's not really as simple as just go run the distance you're going to end up running. In fact, most marathoners spend a good six months in training mode, uh, mixing in days of a variety of things. They do some light runs some days, some runs with longer days that might simulate the actual marathon, and then they might do days that are much shorter with uh, faster runs 
runs over shorter distances to work on you know different skill sets in the realm of running so they mix it up a lot there's a lot of planning you can you can actually go online and look up like marathon um you know training plan glenn and it'll map it out for you for six straight months what to do every single day and what your training plan and prep is and your food and all you know all that kind of stuff all in the equation so that's how the successful runners do it it's pretty hard to just lace it up and go out and run a marathon you you really got to get trained for it right right well no and that makes sense and i mean you know that's that's something i've never really delved into you know to 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 look at so that that's pretty interesting and it makes sense right i mean because it's just about anything if you know if you're gonna if you're gonna do it well there's always more to it than what you might maybe your initial thoughts were right you know, that has a lot to do with as well and making that transition, you know, from, you know, from, you know, from your working years and accumulation years and moving into retirement, right? In terms of how you uh, plan and how you put your overall, um, the plan that you put together is going to be significantly different, right? Because you're, you're now moving into, okay, I'm going to have to recreate income and cash flow. And, and that's a whole different scenario than just saving and putting away money for retirement and, you know, trying to grow your nest egg, right? And now you, now you got to take your nest egg and, you know, and, and, and help to, you know, preserve it and make it last and, and, you know, for it to, you know, to create income, you know, you know, through, through the rest of your life. And, you know, and, and so it's, you have, you have, in essence, you're, 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 you're now starting to assign, you know, different jobs for your money, if you will, right? In terms of, you know, you, diversification in, in retirement becomes more than just, oh, well, you know, what sectors of the market might you be in or, or you know, are, you know do you, are, you, are you, you know, doing, you know, having money in, you know, the, the tech um, sector or, you know, in energy or this or that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of other pieces to this puzzle, right? We got to have some money that's less volatile. We got to have some money that's long term money we've got to we got to make sure that you have cash flow through time everybody's situation is going to be different you know do you have a pension maybe so maybe not maybe your spouse has one maybe you maybe both of you have one maybe neither one of you and so you know all of those things go into the mix of making making that 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 planning is is, is different but you gotta you got to be able to you know in essence think about it Walter I mean when you're when you live you know when you the the, the way you are in lifestyle regardless as to is to you know where you are in life you've got to have you know monthly cash flow because you have bills that come in you know no matter who you are and you know it's just, you know, even if it's just you know the you know the power bill or you know the, you know, the gas bill or the grocery bill is you need that monthly cash flow and if you don't have if you don't have the the uh, you know the paycheck that's coming in from you know from from your wages and working then you've got to have it you know coming in other ways and so it's positioning your your you know your your assets you know in, in different ways and and having what I like to call you know retirement diversification so it's there's there's a lot to it right and it's not just oh you know well, how are the markets doing and you know and how am I going to diversify with with different things that, you know that are going on in the economy there's much more to it because you're asking your money to do more things when you're in retirement than when you're than when you're just saving and trying to grow that nest egg if that makes sense Walter it all makes sense absolutely and so that's why planning and preparation are at the top of the list for both the marathon or uh, some sort of road race along with then planning for retirement so let's go on to comparison number two here Glenn and that would be I, I teased it right at the very end of response number one but that would be the proper diet and, you know, before a marathon, you're, you're kind of carbo loading in the days before the race, not necessarily eating a big bowl of fettuccine two minutes before you start to run, Glenn, but uh, <laughs> a, a, a few days out, start increasing those carbs just a little bit. 
And, you know, one of, just one of the reasons, and I'm not a dietitian, so don't take this as gospel, but the, to simplify things as much as possible, the body burns carbs more efficiently than it burns fats. And so having the right amount of carbs in your system for when you go on that big run helps your performance while running. And there's all sorts of other huge diet things when it comes to running. And you can even look at like during the race, Glenn, they're eating, you know, there's a certain amount of water people want to drink um, at the different water stations. You don't want to overdo it. Some people run with the water pack on their backs. Others have these little gels that have lots of like sugar and calories in them to give you a jolt while you're on those longer runs and longer races to keep feeding your muscles some of those nutrients that it needs. So there's all sorts of different dieting tricks and things like that that work for people and uh, help them complete that race. Right, right. No, I, yeah, it did not make sense. You know, too, I think, I think one of the biggest, the biggest, you know, differences, you know, as you're, as you're looking at the, you know, the proper diet or how to position your, your, you know, your portfolio as, as a, as a way in, in, in retirement, it's, is you're having to really watch volatility, you know, significantly more, right? Because, you know, when you're in, when you're in the saving years and, and the accumulation years, you know, I mean, I think most people are familiar with that idea of dollar cost averaging, right? It's, it's like if the markets, you know, have a difficult time and the economy slows down and, you know, in the markets, you know, you know, contract. Well, that that often, you know, times if if you're younger and you're and you're putting you're really in that saving mode, it gives you an opportunity to buy more at lower prices, right? And that's that's a that's a really powerful strategy. That yet at the same time, when you are transitioning or you're already in retirement, it becomes problematic because now you're no longer really adding new money into into your into your portfolio from your wages. You know now you're looking at you know drawing money out, and so you know we're in a we're in a whole different you know different mode, right? And so you've got to really pay attention to, you know, you, and to how exposed you are to, you know, to certain things in the marketplace. You know, you can't really afford to have, you know, major drawdowns in, you know, in your, in your, in your portfolio and your retirement accounts. You've got to really make sure that, you know, if you do have things that are, that are exposed more like that, 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 that money is, is kind of positioned for the longer term that you, it's like, okay, I'm not going to touch that money for a really long time and not give, give the markets time to cycle and, you know, and recover and whatnot. Whereas, it's like what you know we've got to think in terms of what do we have available you know in the, as as we've talked in the past Walter about the you know the now bucket the you know, the soon bucket and the later bucket right i mean we've got to think more in terms of the soon and the you know the now bucket and the soon bucket right it's as to you know we've got to we got to be able to create that income and you don't want to be trying to draw income out when you know when when that part of your portfolio might be down right i mean you've got you got to really kind of think about where are you positioning your monies and where are you going to be drawing from at different times in you know in your retirement life you know, and 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 that's a, that's a whole different mindset. That's a whole different way of thinking about things than, like I say, when you're when you're really just you know saving for retirement. It's that that doesn't really come into the into the into the issue or the or the thought process is you know at that point it's just like hey I'm trying to put as much money as I can away for when I get to retirement. But then as you're approaching you know in the you know kind of as a few years out or you're actually making that transition or you're there. Then you got to be thinking more along the lines of it's like okay, how am I going to make this money last? Let's build that income plan like we've talked about in previous episodes, and making sure that you know you're being as efficient as you can possibly be, you know, and that that comes into play in terms of you know how how is your income going to you know going to come out, and, and as well as you know we start looking at you know 
being tax aware, right? You know, we, we, we want to make sure that, you know, we have the, we have the right balance of not only just in terms of timeframes, but also in terms of, you know, that how, what's the tax treatment going to be on, on the different parts of your portfolio, you know, and, and, and are you, you know, are you, are you, are you positioned well so that you, you can try to minimize, you know, the, the impact of that, you know, do you have some, you know, tax diversification on, you know, have you done some planning, you know, and, and with some tax aware strategies with your advisor, you know, to make sure that, that, that you're, that you're, you're being far more efficient to use the metaphor that you're talking about with, with the diet, right? I mean, in terms of how are you setting that up? And because you don't, you don't want to be pulling money out and, cons- you know, and, and having excess consumption for you and the government at the same time, you, you're really wanting to try to balance that out so that you can, you can be, you know, have efficient withdrawals and, and, and efficient distributions coming out of the account versus, you know, just you know, thinking, oh my gosh, well, I've saved all this money, and it's all going to be treated this one way. And in terms of in terms of taxation, sometimes that can be re- really inefficient, and you and you end up, you know, in a, in a scenario where you don't really have as much as you thought you did, right? I mean, you, you see you see a balance in an account, but if a good portion of that is as Uncle Sam's, and, and maybe maybe you know, this also has to be portioned out to you know to the you know, to state taxes too. You know, you you may you may have a real issue there, and so that's that's part of that preparation and making sure that you're that you have that. Well, like I said again, coming back to the idea of retirement diversification. All I think really important to consider, Glenn. Thanks for taking us down that comparison and road of uh, the proper diet and what that really looks like in a financial plan. All right. Last but not least, one more example when it comes to retirement, uh, you know, marathons, if you will. The comparison between the two is to not start too fast. Marathons, especially, sometimes it's tempting to start really fast. You've got hundreds, maybe even thousands of people at the starting line. There's been all maybe music and all sorts of pump up, and there's so much energy. If you've ever been to a race, there's all this energy that's just like building and building and building to the firing of that gun to start the race. And so it's really tempting to start fast because you're feeling good, nothing's hurting yet, your adrenaline's flowing, and you might start out on a terrific pace. But if you don't pace yourself appropriately in those early miles, you're going to have some serious trouble toward the end. And you might not even be able to finish the race, even if you began it really, really well. I'll never forget, Glenn, I ran the, uh, this isn't really a marathon, but I ran the 800 in track in high school. And I wasn't ever the best, uh, you know, that kind of shorter slash mid-distance sort of run, two laps around the track, the 800 meter. And uh, I was always kind of like third, fourth, fifth place on our team. But I went out one day because my dad was there. And, I, and this is not to sound like, oh, my dad never came to my games and he was there once. But it was tough for him to make three o'clock in the afternoon races sure. a lot of the time uh, during track season. He was able to make it to some cross-country races. But during the winter and spring, it was a little tougher for him when bugs started swarming because he worked in pest control. Uh, anyway, he was there that day. And it was the first time he'd been at that 800 event. And I was just really excited to have him there. It was one of my last races. I think it was our last home meet. So it was one of those kinds of deals. I was so pumped up, Glenn. I went out so fast. And I didn't really even mean to. But I was in first place at the end of the first lap. And I was feeling amazing. And I had so much adrenaline. I was like, I'm going to win this thing. I ran probably the fastest lap I've ever run. And as soon as I crossed the start-finish line with one lap to go, everything started hurting (laughs) and just (laughs) shutting down. Now, luckily, this wasn't a story of me ending up dropping all the way to last place. But clearly, the first-place guy just blew right by me like I was standing still. I was able to hold on for second place, which I was really proud of. But it was just definitely one of those good lessons in starting way too fast. And I was really struggling coming across the finish line. It was the most tired I've ever been after uh, after a race. So it was a good lesson learned that day of don't 
don't start too fast. But what's the parallel in the financial and retirement planning side of things? Well, you know, I mean, it's I mean, it's interesting, Walter. I mean, I think I think there's really a really good parallel to that. I mean, when, you know, when I mean when folks first retire, right? I mean, it's it's really exciting for a lot of people, right? I mean, it's just like you know you've been been working and planning and you know and have been thinking about you know getting to you know getting to the place where you could retire, right? And you could have the you know you could have freedom and flexibility with your time and all of that, and and so you know it, it can be like I say, just very exciting. And you know, the idea is like, okay, well, I'm you know, I'm going to do this and I want to do that, and you have this big bucket list of all the things that you want to do. And, and so, you know, and, and that's, and that's fantastic. And, you know, you obviously want to try to check as many things off that list as you possibly can. The thing is, is that you, you want to, you want to pace yourself, right. And you also want to make sure that it's, it's like, you know, you, you've got some plans in place before you really start into that in in the demand and to make all those 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 checks off the checklist right you want to make sure that that income plan is in place you want to make sure that you you know that, that your plan is is going to be sustainable you know uh, an awful lot of times i mean people do you know plan on you know taking a you know a few you know big bigger vacations you know in, in the you know in the early years of retirement and there's nothing wrong with that but you just got to make sure that you're that, that you're planning for it and you're not just doing it haphazardly because it's like if you get going too fast to you know too soon it's very easy easy to burn through, you know, a significant amount of your assets, you know, before, before you know it, it's like all, all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, I'm, 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 I'm too far out there. And, and now you got to start pairing it back. So it comes back to balance and making sure that, that, uh, that you're pacing yourself, that you're, that you, that you have those plans in place that, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to take those, you know, a, a, a few big trips in the early years of retirement, make sure it's, you know, it's budgeted for, and that, and that, that that's not going to spoil the, you know, the, the, you know, later down the line, you know, and, and make, making sure that you're, you know, you're going to be able to have a, a nice lifestyle, you know, th- you know, throughout your retirement. But it's, you know, but it can be very, very tempting, right? I mean, because it, it's just so exciting. You've been waiting for this. You're, I mean, literally decades, right, for, for folks. And particularly if you're one of those folks that that doesn't is not really crazy about, you know, the what you're doing for, you know, for a living, you know. And you know, some people are, you know, really enjoy their their careers and their jobs and you know and whatnot. But but other folks don't. And and sometimes it can be really, you know, it, it's like, oh man, I've been waiting for this forever. And and then you, know, you just, you know, you you go a little bit overboard. And so you want to be really cognizant of that. And you know. And be aware, but um, you know if, if you if you start off in the right way and, and put put plans in place and you know and so forth, you you know you should be okay. And but you know and and that, and that should be a place where you're working with an advisor, you know, to, you know to make sure and just kind of have a you know second opinion and somebody looking over your shoulder and you know and and helping you know and helping you plot out the course, right? And and so it's you know it's it's really a process, right? I mean it's not just oh well I've got this much money and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You know I mean you 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 got to really think in terms of you know how do you have it positioned? You know is is your plan you know built to last? You know is you know or you know, or are you are you you know a little bit more vulnerable to certain things if if things don't go exactly right? Like I say, Walter, it's it's a process. It's making sure that you know you have a plan that's built for you know you and you and your you know significant other and your and your and your family and 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 all that. But it's you know you, you've got to make sure that it's sustainable. I mean that's the that's the main thing that I really want to stress to folks is you know you you know you just can't just jump in you know or I guess you could but and sometimes you might get lucky but but you want to make sure that it's like you don't you don't want to be hoping and you know and be you know, and, and having to be lucky to make to make everything work out you know you can you can typically if you you know if you if you're trying to live in a, you know your your normal lifestyle and you've done a pretty good job saving you know if you do a good job planning as well then you can normally do most of the things that you're wanting to do you know and and it's just it's just a matter of making sure that you're dotting some i's and crossing some t's and not getting a little bit too fired up with without having some plans in place 
Great points across the board, Glenn. Let me throw in one more uh, little comparison here I just thought while we were talking, and that, you know, it's not a competition, right? Like, I mean, sure, you're going to have folks who at the very, very top want to be in first place. They want to win the marathon. But most people are just competing against themselves. And a lot of people just finishing a marathon, finishing a 5K, whatever the distance, that's the fun of it. Just getting out there, completing it and saying, I did it. People are racing against themselves in most cases when they're trying to improve. Can I do better than I did last time? There's a lot of camaraderie. There's not a whole lot of competition among runners. I'm talking in the grand scheme of the running community, not not in the top races in the world. And, and I think that's a really good comparison to maybe have in the retirement planning world because it's kind of the same thing, right? We don't want to compare ourselves to everybody all around us. Let's run our own race in, uh, in retirement. That's well said, Walter. I mean, and, and I think that's true. I mean, that's true in retirement. It's just true in, in, in life in general, right? I mean, it's that old thing about keeping up with the Joneses, right? I mean, it, you know, that, that whole mindset, it's just like, you know, no, it's, I mean, it's about, it's about what's important to you, what's important to you, you know, to you and your, you know, and your, and your spouse, right? You know, what do you want your, your life to be like? And what do you want your retirement to be like? And you want to build that plan around that, you know, and it's, you know, and it might not be, you know, the, you know, kind of the same thing as some of your friends. I mean, it might have some similarities and, you know, sometimes you'll find people that are very, very similar and, and you have very similar plans, you know, different, you know, that you, you may have, you know, have saved, you know, in a, in a, in a similar way, but then you may have some other folks that, that you're close to, maybe family members or friends that, you know, or acquaintances that, you know, that have, you know, different assets and, you know, they've saved differently and, you know, maybe, maybe they have this or that, that you don't have or vice versa. And it's, again, it's, it's, it's not a competition. It's, it's really, it's, it's about what do you want your life to be like and what do you want your retirement to be like? And, you know, and, and, um, and then, you know, going about, you know, putting that plan together and, you know, and making sure that it, again, it's built to last and that you can, you're able to do the things that you want to do. You know, and that's a collaborative effort, you know, with uh, with you and your loved ones and, and your advisor. And, you know, like I say, it's just dotting I's, crossing T's. And, you know, it's the old adage, you know, you know, measure twice and cut once. Right. Make kind of make sure that you're that you're taking, you know, that you're taking care of those details and that you know that you're going to be OK, regardless if you if you put a, a really strong plan together. Yeah, I think that's great, Glenn. Great last comparison there for you folks. And so if you've got any questions about something that we talked about today, a financial planning concept or principle, or uh, if you want to take Glenn out for a run sometime and show him how to run a 5K or something like that, Glenn, you'd be open to that, right? Doing a little uh, running with some clients, something like that, maybe. It sounds like next the next client event, maybe it's uh, everybody come out and run a 5K. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I think I have about as many clients that want to do that as, 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 as advisors, right? That could be, could be the case. I'm sure, I'm sure you got a few in the roster. There but, are uh, a few. There's no okay. doubt about it. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, well, again, if you want to get in touch, maybe not talk the 5K stuff, but talk retirement planning, finances, all that good stuff. Anything about your particular situation, that's when it's definitely best to come in. Go through a free consultation with Glenn. You can set that up by going to Roadmap Financial. Com. That's roadmapfinancial.com and schedule your time to visit online. Or you can certainly call 336-291-3535 to begin your conversation that way. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's show and thank you everybody for listening to the program today. We'll look forward to talking to you on the next podcast right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 